Hey there, you're listening to Mad Chats with Black Girl Waiki. I'm your host, Jess D. And today is a blog post episode. These episodes are dedicated to those who hate reading, I get it, or those of you who don't have time to read. If you'd like to refer to this blog post, the link will be in the episode description. Or you can go directly to blackgirlwhitegee.com and the episode title will correspond with the title of the blog post. So here goes. This episode is entitled, A Things to Pack in Your BJJ Bag. Some things aren't that obvious. Showing up to BJJ class is the first step. You do also need to carry a couple items to help you conquer your training. When you're training, you're trying to think about all the techniques, all the basics, getting to class on time, competing, and a whole bunch of other things. The last thing you're thinking about is what to carry in your bag. I've talked about the best BJJ training bags to buy, but never what to put into that bag. The long and short of it is that you put whatever you think you need to carry for before, during, and after class, but there are many things you might not have considered. For me, my bag changes depending on the time of year and the class I'm doing. If it's in the summertime, I'm just going to the gym, changing my clothes, and leaving to enjoy the warm air. In the wintertime, like right now, as I record this, I might take my time with a warm shower at the gym, a little time spent in the sauna, and then putting on some comfy clothes to go home. Um, Right now, my gym doesn't have a um, a sauna, which is sad, but um, yeah, I think back to the times in Shanghai where um, it was just kind of the gym, or one of the gyms I used to go to had like this experience, like it was like an experience, like the shower's really nice, they had like, you know, shampoo, um, really good body wash, like very good temperatured water and then you go in the sauna and like I remember you know kind of sitting down with my friends and talking after like that nice shower Uh, I miss that but you know right now it's kind of minus the hot shower and the um, sauna experience I still get those nice um, talking times with my friends at my current gym back at home in the U.S. but in any event whatever you decide to carry is again up to you but here is a list of things you should carry in your BJJ bag based on what class you're doing and some things you need to ensure you are you are comfortable and prepared. Here are the list of things. Number one, toiletries. I think that this is the most obvious item to carry in any jujitsu bag. To me, this is the most important item to carry in your bag for a number of reasons. Number one, you don't want to be the funky person in class. Number two... You don't want to spread other people's sweat all over you. And number three, you don't want to spread to spread ringworm. So like, yeah, ringworm, I need to make a whole other episode on that. I've luckily have not had to deal with that. But yeah, if you ever have to, it's just like disgusting. Um, the type of toiletries depend on what you need. But typically, I carry body wash, deodorant, body spray, face wash, and lotion. So... This has recently changed because my gym currently doesn't have a shower. So right now, what I carry, um, besides like, you know, deodorant and um, 
if I, you know, sometimes like, let's say if I plan to go somewhere after or, um, what's the other thing? Like, let's say I, I want to like my gym, like people in my gym want to go something and it's planned, go somewhere and it's planned. What I would do is carry like a washcloth so then I could just kind of clean up in the shower or clean up in the shower. I literally said we don't have a shower, but if I could clean up in the bathroom, like, you know, wet the rag, you know, wipe all the essential parts and go on and <laughs> go about my business. But I also currently use, um, these, um, defense wipes. They're really good. It's really, um, I'll, maybe I'll put a link in um, the description here and, um, I'll put the link when I share this on uh, Instagram, but the fence wipes are freaking awesome because they have like, they have different, <laughs> I literally was about to say flavors again. Does anyone else do that when they want to describe a scent or a type? They say, oh, it's like, and it's not an, an edible thing. You say, oh, this is um, like tea tree flavored, <laughs> but obviously not flavored. It's some, um, they have tea tree, all of them have tea tree, but they have different scents. Like they have original scent. I have the tea tree scented one. Um, and there's like a, I think actually maybe not a bunch. There's probably these two, like original and tea tree. They have the wipes and also they have, um, like a body wash thing, but obviously I'm not using the body wash if there's no shower. Um, but yeah, I'll put in the link. It's great. Like, you know, you use them, you wipe down your whole skin, you know, it gets rid of all like, you know, people sweat, the scent that you'd have. And also any, because of the tea tree, it prevents you from getting, um, what's the word, you know, any kind of like, you know, ringworm or like, um, any, any skin stuff. So it's great. But anyway, I went off on a large, a large rant going on. Some of these things change depending on if I have plants after I train, but these items stay generally stay in my toiletry bag. So yeah. Number two, comfy clothes. After you shower or train or wipe yourself down with the fence wipes <laughs> and you're about to go home or go out to do whatever, you like to do after training sometimes it's best to have something comfortable to wear after everyone's level of comfort differs but i personally don't like squeezing into jeans after i shower and train plus if you went to the gym with your workout clothes i'm sure you don't want to put on dirty clothes after showering putting on a comfortable sweatshirt sweatpants or leggings in your bags gives you a nice comfortable set of clothes to have after your training session I personally have my favorite sweatshirt and pants that I wear, especially if I'm planning to go out after training with my teammates. Um, so also shameless plug. I, uh, usually I'm right now I created, um, some of my own wear. Like I maybe, I guess this is the time to announce it, but I have, a um, couple of items including like my believe in your bump sweatshirt i'm really proud i'm proud of them actually one of these days i'll actually record um do video recording as i record these um these episodes but i am wearing my believe in your bump sweatshirt um and i will also put a um you know a link in the description so you guys could access it and you know see if you like it it's really you know it helps me out and it's great in any event, oh, also another thing I want to add about this. Um, I've been trying to elevate the way that I look. Yeah, I know I have, like, I'm talking about sweatshirts and stuff, but I I know it's this thing where, like, it, and, you know, it goes, it comes from a place where growing up, I never understood why my mom was always like, 
oh, you can't dress comfortable all the time. You need to, you know, have pride in what you're wearing. And I'm just like, yeah, I am proud. Like, what do you mean am I not that I'm not proud? Um, and I understand why, like, the way that you're treated when you dress a certain way is, you know, it's sad to say that it is, but it is that way. But, um unfortunately that's the way life is so I've been trying to think about you know things that I could wear that you know are comfortable after jujitsu but elevate the way that I look um generally I mean most times I am going directly home after jujitsu but there have been times where I've had to stop at the supermarket and and do other things so yeah like I've been thinking about like things that I could wear that are comfortable after jujitsu again like now keep in mind, like if you, like if you're the type of person that you shower at home, but you still, like, want to have something that isn't gonna stick to you. If if it's not, you know, something that, like for example, leggings. Like, uh, I tend to not wear leggings after jujitsu just because I don't want, you know, I'm just trying to have loose stuff. But I mean, this is another thing for another day that I'm, you know, kind of slightly thinking about out loud. But anyway, um, and also here's a bonus. Um, I actually bring two extra pairs of underwear, one for training and one for after, like, I change or the shower. Um, and it's just because it's so I don't smell funky when I change. Like, you know, everyone has a smell. And especially, like, um, at the time that I, I wrote this article, I was going, um, I would go to work with all my jujitsu gear from working, like, you know, when I, I used to work for, as an editor for, uh, Chamber of Commerce and then... I was a um, a teacher, and of course, like you, you know, if you leave at six o'clock in the morning, or you know, in the case when I was working for the chamber, like seven or eight o'clock to get to work, and then you finish work around six, and then go directly to jujitsu. You, you know, you maybe you're not sweating, but you are ruminating the whole day. So I always wanted to make sure that I smelled good, like especially if I, you know, if I didn't have time to go home and shower, like if I was going directly from work, then at least. I don't smell funky. But anyway, y'all could tell me if that, like, if it's something y'all do or if, you know, it's like, girl, you should shower. You should get to the gym shower and or, um, shower before you train and then and then change your clothes. But sometimes that's, like, not the reality of some people. Like, some people don't have time to, like, go home and then go back out to, to train. And I've, talk, I've talked about this before where sometimes in order for you to get to where you need to train or get to training, you have you can't have that stop in between. But anyway, any event. <laughs> All right, number three, training clothes. This is the most obvious one, especially if you're me and you constantly forget to pack your belt or sometimes even your D-pants. I have a video like that where I forgot to pack my D-pants. And I mean, sometimes it works, but it's really annoying when you're trying to do stuff with other people that requires you to <laughs> hold on to the D-pants. Personally, I like to have my gi, my, my belt, rash guard spats for no gi, shorts for under my gi, and an extra rash guard just in case. Um, my current gym, like if you're doing two sessions in a row, especially with no gi, the, um, our coach tells you to change your top so you know, you're not, you don't have the sweat from the previous class on you, especially if there's new people coming into the class. Sometimes if it's open mat, I'll make sure I'll, I have gear for both gi and no gi. Um, that might be a given for some people. Um, but yeah, obviously there's not a lot to say here, but make sure you have your gear. It goes on there. And I'll, again, as I said, sometimes I do forget stuff. I've been trying to be better about it, but sometimes it happens. All right. Number four, 
Tape, first aid stuff, and other odds and ends. These are smaller items that your gym might have, but it's always good to have your own just to have it. Tape is great for taping knuckles, securing your finger joints, keeping keeping a band-aid on, or replacing or adding stripes to your belt. Jokingly, <laughs> there's times where I wash my belt and the stripes have fallen off and I just put them back on with the tape that I have myself. Um, carrying first aid items doesn't need to be a big to-do, just like band-aids um, and wraps will suffice. Um, some other items you might consider carrying are nail clippers, your mouth guard, headgear, hair ties, or a knee brace. Um, I even carry painkillers just in case, and it's all up to you. I think this is very important too, just because like, I mean, I look, I look out where my gym, like my coach is really good about lending tape and all this stuff. And then like in the girls locker room at my gym, just to, you know, it's really nice from the community. We have hair ties, we have you know, band-aids and tampons and pads and all that stuff, which is like amazing that everyone has kind of contributed a little bit here and there. But of course, if you have your own, you, you, I have always been the person where I try not to depend on where I'm going. I'm like, think like, oh, maybe they'll have it just because you kind of, I feel like I look foolish when I'm like, well, I thought you would have this and they don't. So I always make sure I have that stuff. Number five, flip-flops or slides. You don't understand how important flip-flops and slides are when it comes to BJJ training. You might not need them on the mat, but when it comes to getting off the mat, grabbing some water, going to the bathroom, or showering after class, they are a vital item in terms of preventing the spread of nasty germs and viruses such as ringworm. Again, ringworm is fucking disgusting. Sorry, I'm cursing. Like, And there's so many ways to prevent it. So yeah, flip-flops are just essential. Keep in mind that your face is going to touch the mat one way or another. So if someone walks off the mat barefoot where people's dirty ass, dog poop, spit, snot rocket, pee-pee shoes have been on, all of that will get back onto the mat. So please don't forget your flip-flops or at least shoes that can easily slip on and off. All right, admittedly. I have, um, right now, like in my gym, just because again, as I record this, it's winter time. I have um, forgotten my flip-flops and have to put on my Uggs to go to the bathroom and that stuff is so annoying. And so right now I make sure like I have at least like two pairs and again for the nature of one of my other jobs, I need to, I I work at a pool so I always make sure I have flip-flops. So there's been times where I'm like, okay, there's no flip-flops in my back. Okay, I'm just going to go back and forth. But now I have multiple pairs. I just want everyone, if you're listening to this, to keep in mind like if you're like how dirty floors are that's why i'm like especially living in asia i was like you know before i used to be a um okay whatever i'm just gonna wear my shoes inside the house person but like when you live in asia when you see everyone taking off their shoes and then you consider the fact that especially in in china like i'm sure there's other places to do here but when people um are hawking loogies, people are pissing outside. Again, I'm not saying that people don't do this in the United States. I'm just saying that you see it like, I think it's more as a foreigner, you're more aware of it when you're walking around. Like there's been so many times where, actually, (laughs) this is a funny story. I know I'm talking a lot in this episode. Well, it is a podcast episode. So anyway, just to tell you some fun stories about my time living in Asia or living in China. Um, there's one time when I was studying and, um, I had stayed on campus pretty late and at this time, Shanghai's, um, subway system wasn't running late or metro system wasn't running late. 
So I had to call a cab on the way home. And this is even before like Uber or Chinese Uber, what they call Didi. And I think this, so I was just, you know, waiting for a cab on the side of the street, getting to the cab. And I'm just like, you know, in awe of my life. I'm like, man, I can't believe I'm in China. I'm living such a good life. Like I'm, I'm getting these, these experiences and I'm like seeing like these magical lights of the street in Shanghai and like people going about their business and so on and so forth. Actually, now that I think about it, it wasn't that, that late because, um, the lights were still on, like, um, coming from New York you think like, oh, like, and you think about Times Square, Times Square, they never turn off the lights. So in Shanghai, at a certain time, they turn off the lights. They're like, okay, y'all should be in your ho- your houses now. So um, we're turning off these lights. So it wasn't that late. I, just, I think it was just that I didn't want to take the, I think it was like a 45 minute commute from People's Square to where I was living. People's Square is like basically the Times Square of Shanghai, for lack of a better term. It's like where all the action happens. Um, but yeah, sorry, go on the story. So I'm in the cab, I'm looking out the window and I see this like old man. I'm just like, dang, like this old unhoused man. And I was like, oh man, like, you know, I'm even in a different country and I'm like living, I have a good life. And this poor man, he's like outside doing his stuff. And like, I was waiting, the cab was waiting at a light. So I'm just looking at the old man contemplating. And this man proceeds to take his, sorry, again, I hope you're not listening to his penis out. Penis is the, the, the technical term but whatever he takes his penis out and he starts pissing into the road and i was like i didn't feel that anymore because i'm like bro why am i looking at your okay now not tech alert like why am i looking at your dick right now <laughs> like what is going on so again that that image kind of plays in my mind all the time so like the idea of taking off your shoes putting on your shoes all this stuff is so important to me and you don't realize how dirty the floor is and when I see people walk off the mat without shoes or like you know when they're like people that go to the bathroom barefoot especially men like that shit is so disgusting like especially because you know like pee drips everywhere especially if you're you know if you're a dude like oh man that shit's so crazy but anyway I say all that and that long story to say like get flip-flops like even if you have your your only flip-flops even if you have slippers just something that you're not putting your direct your feet directly to the floor and your jiu-jitsu gym i mean granted everyone's jiu-jitsu gym is set up differently like um for us like even in the reception area you couldn't have shoes you could you have you you had to take off your shoes as you enter the stuff right now there's a little bit of a walking path so yeah like importance of wearing flip-flops anyway going on six notebook and pen if you're new to pjj you're probably thinking i'm here to roll not be in school why do i need a notebook and pen well first off technically the gym is a school and second i don't care how big-brained you are it's hard to remember everything you've learned throughout the years Having a dedicated notebook for BJJ review, notes, and training logs is the best way to remember and track your progress. Um, Yeah, it's, like, super important. Like, again, if you're not a notebook person or if you're not a writing person, there's people that draw pictures. I tend to do voice recordings, too, so I can try to remember everything. But anything to help you track your progress in jiu-jitsu is super important. Number seven, water bottle. This goes without saying, you got to stay hydrated, especially if you're coach likes to crank up the heater even in the summer all the bjj veterans know about their coaches trying to to stimulate brazil heat and make sure you and your teammates get an intense sweat on plus 
Be environmentally friendly and try to avoid buying water bottles if you can help it. Number eight, protein and snacks. After an intense session, you need to make sure that you're fueling your body right after the class. I sometimes carry protein powder, coconut water, or Gatorade, a bar, some fruit, or pre-mixed protein shake after class. Um, as I wrote this, I was a lot better about this. Sometimes, like, um, I don't, like, it's just, you know, throughout the day when I'm doing, like, my daytime job, and then I go in and I go to my other job, I'm not thinking about stuff, like, and maybe this is just something for myself that I need to work on, um, to be a better, more organized person, but, like, I generally think, like, um, you know, I'm generally, like, the last minute before I run out to my second job, I'm packing my bag then, like, I'm packing my bag for work and for jujitsu, so I'm, like, shoving things in there, and I'm thinking about snacks, but I've been, in the past, I've been really good about, like, you know, buying, like, you know, stuff from, like, BJ's or Costco or at the time um, when I was living in China, there was something called Metro, which is, like, basically, um, it's, I think, a German company, but, like, the German Costco. So I would get, like, these packs of stuff so then I could always grab and go or order from, um, uh, shout out for people that listen to this in, in China, but Hema. Hema is, like, basically Instacart, um, but, you know, yeah, it's like basically Instacart and I would get like these packs of snacks and like um, I would order my protein from my friend who sold like protein supplements or supplements and all this stuff and I would just have it. I would put it in my bag. I'm going to be better about it just because it does help and like not buying stuff after class or eating things that, you know, I shouldn't be eating as often as I do. Um, but yeah, this is such a good thing to have. And like right now my gym has like really cool snacks there, but I, I should carry my own. All right, number nine, here's the bonus, makeup. Sometimes if you're planning to go out after class, it's nice to make sure you have a bit of makeup or something to help the transformation from matte to going out a bit easier. When I plan to go out on a date after class, but don't want to take forever to do my makeup, I make sure that I'm carrying a compact eyeliner, mascara, a small eyeshadow palette, and lip gloss to make that transition easier. Um, like, I mean, right now, as I record this, I'm not single, but, um, and my, my boyfriend doesn't live close to me, so I don't, like, if I'm going out with him, I always have time to plan, but I remember at the time, and I was, um, when I was dating in Shanghai, and I would, you know, meet guys on, what was I using that out there, like Tinder, and freaking OkCupid, Bumble, yeah, I was on all the apps, girl. Like, your girl was trying to date. Um, <laughs> and I didn't want the date to mess with my jujitsu plans. Like, I wanted to, like, I was making sure I getting my training in. So I would always, like, plan the date. Like, and also, like, I don't know if it's, like, an ADHD thing or, like, not being good with time or whatever. But I would be like, okay, let's say class would go from 7 to 9. I would make my dates for, like, 9.30 knowing damn well I need to shower and look like a human being like I mean I would tell them like straight up like I'm going to train first before I meet you but uh, I don't know what's wrong with me so yeah I remember just like rushing trying to shower I I'm generally I have um most you know most black girls know we have a wash day I mean maybe other women have like one wash day but like hair wash day I should say not 
I shower every day, but I mean like hair, hair wash day. So I generally wasn't washing my hair. I would like dress up and then I'd be doing my makeup out like as I was going out of the the building. Um, and like we'd be walking around with my big training bag, especially on the gi day. My friends would be like, oh, another date. And I'm like, yeah, girl, you know, I'm trying to look cute, trying to be out here. And they were just like, girl, why don't you just go home and make your date later? I'm just like, no, time efficiency. <laughs> so yeah, that's why for this blog post, I definitely said carrying makeup is, you know, a bonus and a plus, especially if you're like me and dating frequently. In any event, to end things out, stay ready so you don't have to get ready for BJJ. Being prepared for jujitsu isn't just about coming to class and learning the moves. It's about having the right tools and equipment to help you be successful before, during, and after class. Um, and my question for you guys for this week's episode is what is your top three things, or what are your top three things to carry in your BJJ bag and why? Um, as always, I appreciate you guys talking to me on Instagram. It's at blackgirlwhitegi underscore BJJ. Um, I love talking to you guys. I and generally, if you're, like, new listening and then you message me, I'm generally really shy. Like, once you get to know me and I'm, like, friends with you, I'm not so shy. But, like, when I get to know new people, I'm a little bit shy. So be patient with me if I'm just, like, oh, haha. Like, I'm just, just shy and trying to get to know you. But in any event, guys, thank you so, so much for listening. Um, as I said, follow me on Instagram. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this blog post episode of Matt Chats with Black Girl Whitey. Remember, this post is available on blackgirlwhitey.com in written form so you can get any links or anything you might have missed while listening. If you haven't done so, please subscribe and rate this podcast. It's much appreciated. Again, I'm your host, Jess D, and I hope to see you next time. Bye.